0: Welcome to twoquestions.tv. With me today is Peach Patel and we're talking about leading a tribe.
1: Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs and small business owners.
0: Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Peach Patel, a school teacher turned animator who founded Digital Tutors, the foremost digital animation training company for the film and gaming industries with clients like Lucas Arts, Pixar, Electronic Arts, Blizzard, and Disney. After turning $54 into a multi-million dollar exit, he now works with company leaders to create cultures that matter. He's also the author of this book, Lead Your Tribe, Love Your Work, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Creating a Culture That Matters. Hi, Pish, welcome to the show. Thanks, Susan, for having me. Your book, this book, it's fantastic. I mean, (laughs) I loved it. You have everything in there: team building, recognition, making a real different difference, and and it's so beautifully organized. I wanted to work for digital tutors, and I haven't <laughs> worked for anybody else in the last twenty years.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I was like, hmm, maybe I should investigate this company. But but I I never wanted. I haven't wanted to work for anybody in ages. <laughs> but but the book is clearly. I think more than any book I've read in a really long time, clearly a labor of love. There's, I, I, I can tell when an author loves what he's writing about, and there's no question. You wrote so lovingly about your tribe and about crafting this concept, this culture. And you say in the book that the owner's values become the company's values. Do you think it takes a special person to create a really special culture like this? Or can someone evolve into the kind of person who creates such a thing?
1: I think it's a a company is really a reflection of people. So um, if the, if you have a small family business, like this was business with my wife and I, right? Mm -hmm. we, we did this in the spare bedroom of our house and we had (laughs) a small group of little employees that would help, you know, when we needed help. And it started to get bigger and bigger and really it became, what are we going to believe in, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, if we're going to say, oh, our core value is honesty, but we lie to every customer, then just be open and go, you know, we lie to all the customers and you will attract really good liars to come work for you. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but what happens is when you say, oh, we're all about honesty and we lie to our customers, but you attract people who are want to be honest, they're not going to be successful. Right. And so we really used it as our litmus test and measure of who are we going to hire? How are we going to treat each other? And we we call our core values, the rules of the game. We don't really mm-hmm. even call them our values. It's just, you know, all great sporting events have rules. We wanna have rules for how we're gonna treat each other and we call those our core values. So yeah, I think you don't have to be some, you know, extraordinary leader to have these charismatic values. You just gotta ask yourself like, and that's what my wife and I did. We went to a bed and breakfast and I was like, okay, well, what are we gonna stand for? What, what are we not gonna stand for? And that's how we defined our, our core values.
0: Okay, so I think that makes sense for people who are genuinely good people. <laughs> I kept thinking this as I read the book, I thought, man, this is probably a lot easier for someone who's a really good person, right? Like you have those values. And and you say in the book, it can't be contrived, it can't be aspirational. But maybe somebody's watching this show and they lead a company where they've kind of screwed up the culture and maybe they didn't know it was important or they didn't know how, but now, like you said in the book, I I did think it was so interesting. You talked about how you were kind of miserable and you hated going to work and you weren't happy. And, and that was a sign that your culture was in trouble. And so maybe someone's feeling that way who's watching right now and they've screwed up their trouble, their, their culture. They know they're in trouble. How can that person who maybe doesn't currently have those values, but knows They've done something wrong. How can they get out of trouble and create that culture?
1: It's a reset button, and you have to be brave enough to say we're going to do a reset button. Mm -hmm. And it's just a reset on culture. And you know, you may lose some people, right? You may lose some really star players in that whole process, but you're gonna you're gonna move forward in the direction you want to go. And it it can't be aspirational. It can't be oh, we're all about team, but everybody works on their own you know it it has yeah. it, and if that's the case it's hey we're we're single warriors that's okay right we're mm-hmm. we're going to do things on our own no problem if that's what it is that's what it should be it kills me when i walk into places that i consult for and they're on the wall you know they've made a big to do <laughs> about designing this beautiful poster and it's on the wall and the first question i ask employees is hey in the past week share a story about one of your core values and then they're like um where are those core values? Um, oh, no. Where's that <laughs> uh, sign? <laughs> so uh, it's all, when you, when I talk about building a tribe, it's about the campfire stories. It's about sharing over and over and over the behavior that we want from the people we work with. mm mm-hmm.
0: and, and I did notice that, and this is Sort of a side note. I don't. I don't have a question about this. I just noticed something um, that I thought was so important. I've heard it from um, there. There's a, a couple of companies that are on. You know, there's that big list of you know the greatest companies to work. You know, I don't remember who does it, but you know the best companies to work for in in America. And a couple of the guys who run companies in that top five. Uh, they're consistent again and again and again. I've asked them, like, what do you, you know, how do you get such great people? How do you attract all this talent? How do you make it the greatest place to? And they say they hire on culture. And you talked about that in the book. And I thought that was really telling.
1: Yeah. I, I can teach you, I'm, I'm confident. I can teach you anything. So if we You're were digital tuners, I hope yeah, so. <laughs> if, we're, if we're building widgets or we're making monsters, we can teach you that. I can't teach you to be a good person. Right. Right. I can right. give you the environment to thrive. I can give you the team who will nurture you. But if you're ultimately just a bad person, right. And, and I'll be honest with you. I don't think people wake up in the morning and are just total sociopaths where they're like, you know, I'm going to really <laughs> mess up my job today. I don't think people are like that. Right? right. Right. However, if you let it go and you acknowledge, hey, that behavior is just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my days teaching sixth grade, right? Like you have lots of little kids, lots of different behaviors, lots of home lives, but we have one goal, right? We got to get through this curriculum. And so how do we create a nurturing safe place where we can just get through the curriculum? Well, companies are creating projects and jobs and things have to get done. How do we all just get things done? Yeah. And that's really what I was trying to teach in the book of kind of this process to helping people accomplish more things at work uh, with the limited resources that they have, which I think is time. Like time is really valuable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. We're going to go into a bonus round if that's okay with you. Okay. Every once in a while I go rogue and I go over my limit of two, but (laughs) Um, so you grew a business from $54 to multiple millions, great success. And then you left. And for a lot of people, that's a difficult decision to make. That's a difficult transition. So what made you decide to step away from digital tutors? And how did you find meaning in the next part of your life, the next stage?
1: Wow, that's a...
0: It's a big question. It's like two more questions, right? I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: Tough question. So um, uh, two things. I wanted to build a company that was bigger than me. So I, I, you know, being the owner founder, we had no investors, no debt, just, it was just my wife and I, Mm -hmm. and we got it to 42 employees, 500 contractors, you know, millions of clients all around the world. And I told my wife, I was like, if I get hit by a bus, this whole thing crumbles apart. (laughs) We can't build that. We have 42 people who rely on us to feed their families. So I really got into how do we build a company that doesn't need me? Yeah. And I woke up one day and I realized it doesn't need me. And just around that time I was having health issues. I was really contemplating like, Oh my God, what happens if I really die? Like something bad happens. Yeah. And I got a call from a company called Pluralsight out of Salt Lake City who said, we're going to acquire you. And I thought, well, we're not for sale. <laughs> and they said, no, we really want to acquire you. We've been watching you. You guys are the best at what you do. We want you. And within like six weeks, we closed. And I stayed on for about six months. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of our core values is um, do the right thing, even if it doesn't, even if it hurts. right? Right. And so I'm walking in, all my employees have a new boss, but I'm the guy who hired them. Mm-hmm. And it's confusing and it's hard on me. Yeah. And even though I had a great salary and bonuses and all these things that were contracted to me, I had to let those go because it was the right thing for my people. Mm-hmm. And so uh I had to live those core values, right? When I was when I was pressed, I had to live those core values. And if I really believed in them, then I had to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And in terms of what your next phase was, how did you transition? How did you find that? To How did you find meaning next?
1: So I'm all over the place. I was like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to go consult. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I have a winery out in Napa. Oh. Lines. Um, I just bought a brewery. I, I'm into all kinds of stuff. And and really, I'm just trying to find my new purpose in life. Yeah. And I have found, uh, you know, the book comes out in February and I'm starting to get booked up on speaking and consulting and it's just recharged me to go. Nobody was there when I started. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anybody to even just tell me how much do I price this stuff? I'm not a business guy. I was a teacher. And so the school of hard knocks has taught me, you know, we, we, we generated $10 million uh, in annual revenue when I exited and we spent $30,000 in marketing. Wow. We wow. figured out content-based marketing and how to really, truly speak to the customer. Um, and if you think about it, $10 million in revenue, selling a $45 product, that's a lot of hustle.
0: That's a lot of hustle.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and with happy customers, right? Yeah. With, without yeah. begging for people to buy our product. And so uh, we really accomplished something pretty cool. Yeah, um, you did. Uh, <laughs>
0: And I feel like you're on your your way to accomplishing more really cool things.
1: Yes, I'm hoping so. I I really, uh, I spent an entire day yesterday with entrepreneurs, and it just recharges me. You know, it's like, come on, get off your butt, let's go do this, right? Um, go be a entrepreneur go be an entrepreneur yes
0: right? yes i love it <laughs> well you've definitely created something really cool in this book thank you so much and thank i'm you. i'm so happy to have had an opportunity to read it it's a wonderful book and it's going on my official most recommended list so awesome. well i yeah. feel honored thank you <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today my pleasure all right viewers here's the book lead your tribe love your work We're gonna have details to Amazon below in the show notes for today so you can get your copy. And again, on my most recommended list is one of my favorites for the year. Okay, the year's new, okay, but this is gonna be one of my favorites for the whole year. So make sure you get your copy. Thanks for watching, we'll see you next time.
1: This has been TwoQuestions.TV. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Baranchini-Mo, visit us at www.2questions.tv.